I have a priest, priest friend, a Franciscan father named Father Vinny Fortunato. He's full-blooded Italian, and he's from the Bronx, New York. So he talks a little bit like this as I was getting to know him. He said, you're from Green Bay, right? I said, yeah. He said, great place. He said, you know, I was the chaplain for the Giants, and uh, we came for a game at Green Bay. It's the only place where people actually talk to me. You know, I, I had to tell people in the crowd I couldn't keep talking. I had to take care of the, the players and the coaches. Great place, Green Bay. Father Vinny also has a, a deeper spiritual side to him, and we work with uh, priests that want to receive more in spiritual direction. And so we were there as a staff, and he shared with us recently, he said, you know the guys, and of course he's talking about the priests that we're working with, 80 of them or so from all over the country. He said, the guys, you know, when they pray, many of them, when they pray, they, they think about the things they need to do. And they invite Jesus into the office and say, okay, Jesus, help me with this. And then he goes on to say, it's not a bad way to pray, right? It's okay. We can think of the things we have to do and say, God, Jesus, can you help me with these things? But Father Vinny goes on to say, there's a better way, he says. And that is that you get out of your office and you go to Jesus' office. And he asks Jesus, what do you want me to do? You see, sometimes we, we think that our prayers are all about what we need to do when we need to kind of change this up at times. And this, what Father Vinny suggests when we ask, God, what do you want me to do? It leaves us in this posture of, of listening, of wanting to hear. And this is part of what God, I think, is trying to say to us in the gospel today. This is my chosen son. Listen to him. Now, if it were easy to do, in some ways it is, but if it were easy to do, God wouldn't reinforce this like he does in Scripture. Why is it hard? I think at least for us, there's probably two reasons that come to mind that make it difficult for us to listen. First of all, there's a lot of stuff that we get thrown at us. We can have 24-hour news and entertainment, so many channels on the TV, we can't even imagine how many are there. We have TikTok, we've got Facebook, we've got all sorts of music, of course, any kind, new stuff coming out all the time, music videos no less, it all comes at us, right? All this news, all these words constantly bombarding us. Sometimes we just have to turn it off and spend some time. It's amazing. I'll go to visit people in the hospital. At times, I was with a priest friend. I'm like, do you realize the TV is on? Could we shut it off while we talk and have a meal? You see? They don't even realize. Oh, sure, Father. Right? They, they're not even thinking about it. We, we don't want to be like that. We want to be able to have time to listen to God and also others, too. What's that like? Perhaps uh, when we can overcome the noise, it's uh, like uh, something that a woman shared with me recently. Her name is Jessica. She doesn't mind me using her name. Uh, she works in a helping profession with a lot of people. And she was telling me how, you know, that idea of Father Vinny has really helped her. Just yesterday she was saying, I, I went to God in the morning like I tried to, and this time I said, what do you want me to do? And I listened and I heard him say, be peaceful. And I thought, okay, you know, that's kind of nice. 
But the amazing thing is, as she prayed and then her day went on, she said there were six different people that came to her that day with just problems that she had no idea how to solve, but she had this peace that God gave her, and she realized all she could do was listen, and that seemed to help. And that was exactly what they seemed to need. And at the end of the day, she realized she had more things that she wanted to do, but she was able to tell God, I, I did what you asked, and I think that was the right thing. There's a second reason, though, that can, can get us from listening, like Jessica is trying to do. Uh, the listening is difficult at times because we hear voices. Last week, we heard uh, how uh, the devil spoke to Jesus when he was trying to do a good thing and live that first Lent of 40 days, Jesus hears the voice telling him different things. Now, sometimes we may be tempted by an evil spirit, but for most of us, it's our own human nature that can speak to us. And in some cases, it's our past history, just the way we were raised, the way we received things. So, for example, the voices that sometimes get in the way of listening to God are voices that say this, you need to do more. You don't do enough. You're not enough. Now, notice that that voice is an accusatory voice. It's accusing you of not doing things. And we hear in other parts of Scripture that the devil is the accuser. Revelation tells us that the accuser is thrown out. You see, that God doesn't speak to his people that way. He doesn't accuse them. He may let us realize what we've done, but he doesn't accuse us. So reject that voice. And there'll be other voices too. There are other voices that say politics is the most important thing. And that's what you've got to be thinking and listening and reading about all the time, right? And there are other voices too that will say, you can't make a mistake. Come on, you can't make a mistake. That's embarrassing. Are you going to admit that to people? No, cover that up. Don't do that, right? Stop going like that. You see, again, that voice is not from God. And there'd be one other voice that can get in the way from truly hearing God. And that voice says that you got to fix things. Come on. The world's broken. Your family, other people, you got to fix them. Tell them what they should be doing. Tell them that. Fix them, you see. Again, that's not God's voice. He doesn't fix us. He loves to be with his people. And he wants us to be with him and with his people as well. What does that look like? Sometimes it's hard. I had another person come to see me. We'll call her Megan. Megan is a young woman in her 30s. She's just started out her family. She has a really, really good profession that she does, another helping profession. But Megan is suffering. She has depression. And she's tried to work through it. She has worked with a couple different programs which have helped her, and those programs are good, and we should use them. And at the same time, she still has this darkness in her heart, and she doesn't know where that comes from. And I said, Megan, I don't know either, but what I can do is, is pray with you, if you like. And I, I chose for her Psalm 88. It's a dark psalm, if you ever want to read it. It ends like this. It says, My friends and neighbors shun me. My one companion is darkness. My one companion 
is darkness. You see, our God, Jesus Christ especially, knows the darkness. He sat in that pit waiting to be crucified the next day. If you go to Jerusalem, you have a chance to, to pray there in a place they think he was held, and they'll have Psalm 88 right there to pray because it feels like you're lowered into a pit when you're in that kind of depression. But when we prayed together, we welcome Jesus into that place. And he wants us to wait a little bit like Abraham had to wait in the darkness or Peter, James, and John. They, they fell asleep even. And yet God comes and shows himself and transforms himself and transforms each of us. He wants to lift us up at the end of our lives in the resurrection. But even now, when we wait with him in the darkness, he comes and brings his light. He's not afraid of those dark places when we welcome him to that place. And guys like Vinnie Fortunato, right? They, they know how to bring God into that place. They repeat God's words so that we can hear them and let them be heard for ourselves. Words like, be still and know that I am God. Or the words, I am with you. Or the words we'll hear in different ways in just a few moments, that is, take and eat. Our God wants to feed us the hungers of our soul, and he wants to transform us. The saints tell us when we receive the Eucharist, little by little, it makes us more into itself, into Jesus, and it prepares our body to become that eternal body that will be with him forever. We want to receive this. This is what brings us here because we have this hunger, this hunger for God. And when we listen, when we listen, our God changes us. And when we listen to others, even in their difficulties and in their pain, somehow he transforms that. And his glory is made out of the darkness. He brings a resurrection. But we have to sit for a while. We can't always call on that thunder right away. Vinny Fortunato, Father Vinny, likes to go out once a week when we're together for Italian food, of course, and he loves to order wine from his home, his family's home country, Abruzzi, and he loves to toast. He loves to toast God and all the people of God, right? And when he lifts that, that glass of wine, I'm reminded of how he lifts the chalice also in the Eucharist. And certainly it's different, and yet it's the same. When we call upon our God, and when God comes upon our gifts, he transforms them, changes them into his glory. And so we listen to our God, we listen to Jesus, and he changes us.